Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome to Then Now and the Next Game here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. I am your host Scott Carney and joining me as always is Ali Pearson. How are we doing lads? And Scott Gemmell. Good afternoon. So boys, how have we been since the last time we spoke? Ali, still going walking and that's about it. Ah, he was out of walk today. In fact, I actually found a Greg's that was open. They're all kind of shut but I found one that was open in the town so that was the oh, highlight yeah. of my day. We latch and get a wee bacon roll, mate. Can you get a bacon roll? It was after. It was this afternoon, so I got, got right. a coffee and that was it. So, ah, exciting stuff so far this week. <laughs> well, as you say, Rangers have ex- um, well, certain players have made our week a wee bit exciting. Anyway, we'll leave it at that. But uh, we'll come on to it, Scott. Yourself, mate, just work. Yeah, just work at the moment. I'm, I've got a wee four day weeks at the moment. Sorry for all of February, so they're quite good. Friday off after the football um, but uh, it's just work sort of taking a late lunch to do this and then back to it this evening Yeah, not a feeling mate um, Groundhog Day really just now for me um, the only thing breaking it up is of course these podcasts, no snow anymore to play with which is a wee bit of a gutter but makes taking the dog a walk a wee bit easier um, so yeah, this is obviously then now in the next game, um, it's a kind of weekly round up show of all things Rangers Um Made some major points to get into, I'm sure you're all aware of, um, but we'll definitely come on to it. But we will start with the then, and we'll start with Rangers 1, Kamarnik now. The Ryan Jack Wonder goal gets Rangers the three points of the weekend. Gerard said in his post-match interview that he would like us to be more ruthless and clinical, um, but the goal deserved to win any match. He also said the match was at least a 2 or 3 now if Rangers took their chances and showed a wee bit more quality in the final bit of our play. He praised uh, the players for bouncing back and had a special mention for Davis and hopes he will play on past next season. So, Ali, I'll come to you first. Again, we've kind of went over it, obviously, on the immediate match reaction pod. We do a, a full play-by-play, so if you, you want that, go back and listen to that show. But a few days on from it, it's three points, isn't it? Another one ticked off. 
Yeah, that's what that's what it is. Another another one ticked off. I agree with Gerard and it's kind of what you thought about the game. One 0 kinda of flat Kilmarnock, it probably should a bit more. I think we should have got a penalty looking back at that one. Joe Rebo should bust the net in the last couple of minutes, so it could have easily been a two three nil win. I've seen a few folk moan about it online. I've even talked to a couple of folk this week when I was working at the beginning of the week and speaking to a guy he was moaning about it. He thought Rangers were pretty poor, to be honest. But I don't know what people expect, to be honest. We all expected that type of game. I think this is what we're going to be having till we lift the title. The only thing is tomorrow's night tomorrow night's game might ignite Rangers again because European football seems to get them going. So that might be a benefit for Rangers. But no, in terms of the Kilmarnock game, it went exactly what I thought, to be honest. Yeah, I'll, to be honest, mate, I'll take that 1-0 win for the next four wins. So, uh, um, <laughs> does, doesn't really matter how we do it, I don't think. Scott, a few days on from it, are you kind of in agreement with us? Yeah, I think I even maybe undersold it immediately after it, thinking it was an OK performance. I think it was a pretty good performance, to be honest. And, you know, as Gerard says, a couple of those chances go in. Everyone's speaking differently about the game. Um, yeah, you know, people would be an awful lot happier than they were on Twitter. You know, there was quite an awful lot of folk moaning. But, no, I thought we played very well. Um, very well is maybe strong, but, yeah, I thought we played well. And, aye, just onwards and upwards, really. I definitely think some at some points in the second half, Rangers were really good. Um, some of our forward play was was excellent, really good. As I said, I said that on the 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 match reaction pod that the, the crisp passing, that the the way we were one touch through, and we were kind of leaving Kamarnock for for dead a wee bit. And one now, in my opinion, does flatter Kamarnock a bit. Um, I do agree with Gerard in terms of probably should have been kind of two or now, but. A win's a win right now. It's, it's all we need to worry about. There's three points. It's another one. Um, and we move on. So we'll leave that there. And we'll get on to the now. So first off, we'll just start um, with the, the SFA report into historical sexual, sexual abuse. Obviously, this was released nearly a week ago now. It was last Thursday. It was released. Um, however, there's still not been a comment from the club as of yet. So... I'm a wee bit disappointed in Rangers and their handling of this. It's not great. I think Rangers had a... We were obviously listed in the, the names of clubs. Um, I know what we've done in the past. We obviously identified the individual within our, um, our establishment. He was fired and he was reported to the police and um, Rangers made that clear that, that that's what we'd done. But from this report, I think we're now the only club that's not actually made a comment on it. Um, I would like to think that there's some something in the background, something they're working on um, to bring forward and to release about this. Uh, but yeah, I'm a wee bit disappointed in the club. Ali, am I been a bit harsh or is this you feel yeah. the same? No, I mean every club that was mentioned in it have come out and acknowledged it. They've not really said much about it apart from we acknowledge it, we that's all they've really done to be honest, all of them that have come out and said it. The only thing I can think of is unless Rangers behind the scenes are working on a statement to come out and say we acknowledge it, this is what we look to do going forward in terms of maybe a compensation so the other clubs, because other clubs haven't mentioned that, they've just come out and acknowledged it and basically said, yeah, shouldn't have happened, etc, etc. So, yeah, it's disappointing they haven't come out yet, but we don't know behind the scenes. For all we know, like I said there, they could be coming out with a completely different sort of way of thinking. So I'd expect Rangers to come out anyway. Yeah, Scott, your, your thoughts on it? I'm getting pretty, really disappointed with it and slightly angry somewhat. Like The definitely seems to be silence. From um, from Rangers, um, you know all the other clubs have come out. 
I've not I've, myself. I've not sat down and read through the the SFA report, but um, by all accounts, it's um, pretty harrowing reading some of the stuff that these people were sorry, um, subject to. And yeah, it gets to the stage now that really we would have liked to have seen something as everyone else has done acknowledging it. I, I think I agree with you that there must be something on in the background that we're going to um, come out with a, wee bit, a statement with a bit more of substance and kind of how we're going to deal with this. Because it doesn't matter if it's happened once or numerous times, you know, it's, it's happened. So Rangers need to take accountability of that and um, yeah, do the right thing because ultimately it's the victims that are the most important thing in all of this. It doesn't matter what club it is, it's, it should all be about the victims. A hundred percent agree, mate. Um, it's, it's all about the victims. It's a. I'm not going to sit here and say I've read the whole 190 odd pages that it was, but I have skimmed through it and read some parts, and it's, it's brutal. I mean, it's not it's not very uncomfortable reading it. Um, it's it's not correct. What happened was not correct, and I just really hope that the club are working on something um, to just be able to come out. And I, as you say. Both of you have pretty said that there's going to be more more to it than just a, OK, we're acknowledging it happened and sorry that it happened and condolences to the people affected and whatever else it has to be. Rangers have to get themselves in the front foot with it. Rangers have to be the ones that lead by example. Um, so I would like to think that it's ongoing um, and I would like to think that it's released sooner rather than later. Um, so, yeah, I say just really disappointing the fact that we've not even released our acknowledgement statement, but Fingers crossed that it's because we're about to about to release something with more substance behind it. So we'll move on. Um, and this story has probably helped Rangers in the fact that they've not really released um, a statement regarding um, the SFA report and it's to the um, COVID regulation breaches. So Gerard confirmed in an interview with RTV early on Wednesday afternoon that five players have breached COVID regulations. He said... I think first and foremost, we have to acknowledge the f- that five of our players have been involved in a breach of the COVID regulations, which from the top of the club to the bottom, we are really disappointed in. That will be dealt with internally and the players will be fined and we are in dialogue with the SFA and the government moving forward to find a solution in terms of those boys. They have been removed from the club and the squad for now on a short term basis while they isolate and I will sit down with all these boys face to face once we are allowed to do so. He added, I feel personally let down by recent events, but I am trying to move forward and focus on the important things, which is to p- prepare the team for a huge game against Antwerp. So the full interview of that is on RTV. Um, I thought it was a really good interview by the gaffer. Um, I think you could see the absolute rage in him when he had to speak about it uh, about this. Um, so obviously the five players, in case you don't know, are Bassey, Patterson, Zungu, Dapo and Budi, uh, who is actually on loan with uh, Queen of the South just now, and youth goalkeeper Brian Kinnear. So, before I get on my bit about it, Scott, I- I'll come to you first. What's your your thoughts on the the breach and the, these five players? Oh, I was so pissed off and raging on um, Sunday. I was sort of on Twitter and looking at follow follow, and sort of started seeing all this popping up, and I was fuming to be honest. And it's not. Is it subsided? I don't know. Scunnered with them, to be honest, probably the perfect word. They've nearly put us in serious jeopardy. Rangers have been really lucky. You know, now it's twice that it's happened, and thankfully the players haven't come into the training 
centre and mixed with other folk that would have to isolate. I mean, they could have put that European game tomorrow night in massive jeopardy if loads of the players have to isolate. Um, so fuming with them, so we've been pretty lucky in that respect that we've not had them mixing because you can't sit and tell me that they were going to hold their hands up and say, I went to a party. If they had got away with it, they were getting away with it. So, yeah, I've oh, <laughs> you can hear in the tone of my voice, completely scunnered with them. Um, the guys themselves, I don't know what they were thinking. They must have got the riot act read to them when Edmondson and Jones had done pretty much the same thing. No, Not too long ago. And, yeah. Yeah, and they would have been told in no uncertain terms what it means. So I would expect as a minimum, they'll probably, Rangers will probably find them more than Jones and Edmondson have. Because uh, I imagine they would have probably get told something like, they've got to find this any more breaches. It's worse because you've you've been told previously. So you went and two players went and broke it, but you were told again, and now it's happened again. So I think internally the club's punishments are probably going to be a bit more severe. I imagine the SFA bans will be about seven games again. Can't really see them increasing that because one of the problems I've had with SFA is all this should have been all the Kenny. What was going to happen should have been sorted out in the massive period we had when they called off the league last season to when we started in August, but they didn't. They've just kind of made it up as they go along. So expect a seven-game get ban. That's Zungu, Patterson and Bassey probably not going to get a league medal now because they won't have played in the minimum required games. The Patterson and Bassey in particular, they leave us really short in terms of rotating Barisic and Tavernier moving forward you know I'd, I'd want us to get a wee bit further into European competition and it now looks like you know Barisic and Tav are going to have to play the majority of our games because there's what you could maybe play Balogun at left back right back push comes to shove you could play Jack in there but they both wouldn't fit the system we play so I was putting a lot in their two shoulders so I, I've rambled on a bit there but um, so I'll let Ali get his word in as well no, you're, you're quite right to, to ramble on though, mate. Um, I'll let Ali go first because I, I, I think I could I may take a while. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ali, go next. <laughs> yeah, well, what more can I say from what Scotia said there? I was absolutely raging with these players. Raging. I mean, we are four games away from the biggest title in our lifetime, I'm going to say. We're all, I mean, I'm 35 years of age. I've seen nine in a row. I've seen us go to a Europa League final. I've seen us win two helicopter Sundays, the three under Walter when he came back. I've seen it all. But this one, this is the, this is going to be the best title. And we're four games away. And these five fucking idiots think they can go to a party with 18-year-old bloody lasses, get their hole. I mean, we're all sitting at home. I mean, Christ... Scotia, I've not seen you in fucking five months or something now. We, we all speak to each other over Zoom now. We don't get the privileges football players get. They get privileges. They can go to their work. They can play football. Christ, they're playing for the best team in the world, Glasgow Rangers. I was I was fuming, and what Scotia, what Scotia said was bang on. I mean, when Pat, when um, Jordan Jones and Edmondson get done, I'm sure they were all brought in and said, anyone does this again. That's it. You're sacked. I mean, those players, and we've been, Scotia was lucky. We have been lucky because the police have found them and contacted Rangers. They would have swanned into, into the training ground, 
on Sunday or Monday when we were back for training, mixed with all the players they could have put tomorrow night in jeopardy. We could have had to cancel tomorrow night, and I don't know, forfeit a game possibly. We would have gone into the weekend possibly having um, self-isolate a whole team. We'd have to forfeit that game and potentially the Livingston game coming up. So there's potentially six points we would maybe need to give up if they'd swanned in and one of them had coronavirus. Um, I mean, you can tell I'm absolutely raging with them. And I'm sorry, you've, you've, you've got boys like Parson there. He's got a great career with Rangers. He could possibly have a future captain at Rangers. I'd rip their contracts up tomorrow if I could. I would rip them up and say, sorry, no. We are bigger than players. And there's a lot a lot of folk will say, aye, there's a couple of players there. It doesn't really matter. But I, I'd hate to be them when they come one-on-one with Gerard. I mean, I'd have them against a wall. I really would. If, if they come into my dressing room and I'm a, if I'm a player at, at Rangers at the moment... Going for that championship, I'd have them right against a wall and tell them, because it's shocking. And yeah, I would sack them. And I know Scotia's saying we're left bare in the, the fullback positions, and it's true, because there's Bassey going, there's Parson going. Um, I think the boy that came in from um, Bournemouth, he could possibly, please left-sided, so he could maybe cover it left-back. You've got Ryan Jack also, who could slot in it right-back, we don't really want there. But I mean, hopefully... Hopefully going forward they'll be fine. Tav and Bonner are, are quite robust in terms of they don't get many injuries, so it should be all right. But and you've got Zungu, 28 years of age. What is he fanning about? 18 year old boys. Please. I mean, <laughs> and a, a lot. We know exactly why he's there, but you can, you, a lot of folk will say, "Ah, oh, they're 18. They deserve us." I always think people deserve second chances, right? But they've been warned. And because that Jones and Edinson's thing, I'm sorry, no, they don't deserve a second chance. And folk could say, I will pass in, he's an upcoming prospect. We could blood him into the first team the next couple of seasons and potentially sell him for millions. I don't care. I'm sorry. People can make disagree, but I would sack a lot of them and send Zungu back to bloody France or South Africa, wherever he came from. And that is my wee rant on it, lads. Yeah, well, again, mate, there's there's nothing that I can I can really disagree with. Um, in in terms of the behaviour of them, it's just it's selfishness and the most unprofessional behaviour that you can possibly imagine. And I I can't comprehend where their mind is at to think for one second that they were going to get away with this. I just can't I can't understand why they possibly think that. All it takes is and I'm not even just going to say a Celtic fan. It takes a Rangers fan. It takes anybody. It takes somebody that doesn't even care about football that thinks I can make a wee bit of my name for myself here. Put it all over Twitter. Put it all over range, uh, Facebook. Put it all over wherever they want to put it all over. Uh, and you're snookered. And again, it's the the rage for me is I say I'll, I'll try and not keep this rant going for uh, for ages. But the rage for me is just uh, so unbelievably like raw for me because as you said I don't believe they deserve a second chance the second chance for any player was took away when George Edmondson and Jordan Jones went and done what they'd done there is no second chances you've been told there is no way that Gerard's not sat down with them and said see if one of you's do this any of you's do this you're for it you're absolutely for it. I don't know if the club can sack them. I don't know if they will sack them. Zungu won't play for Rangers again, in my personal opinion. That's never going to happen. Calvin Bassey, probably not. The only one, again, is Patterson. Yeah, 
a lot of people are saying, oh, he's a prospect, he's this, he's that, he's a young boy. Yeah, he is a young boy, yeah, but he has the chance of a lifetime. He's got the opportunity that any one of us at 18 years old would have bit somebody's arm off. He's got the chance to play for the team that he absolutely loves, and Gerard loves him. Gerard will probably love them, even. Gerard loved him, he was pushing him, he was getting mentored by Tav, who's arguably our best right back and I don't know how many years and, and it, his whole life was in front of him. His whole future was in front of him. And now he's forever going to be tarred, for, tarred with this brush for what? For a bottle of Mad Dog and, and a, a cheeky smoke. Like, I mean, come on. It's just, it's 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 beyond a joke. It's it's just the most disappointing thing that they, that they could have went and done. And as you have both mentioned, this could have jeopardised Europe. It could have jeopardised the league. I mean... It's just, it's unbelievable. It really is. And I can't really put into words just how disappointed I am at them. Um, it's just, it's, it's madness, absolute madness. And God help them when Gerard gets a hold of them. I said that on a, the post I put out earlier on on social media. God help them because you can see it from that interview how, how raging Gerard is. This kind of icy rage that he has in his eyes and the tone of his voice as well so no I mean the, the, no forgiveness from me on this one um, Jones and Edmondson set the set the tone for it and they've just went and they've just went and made a mess of it somebody messaged me as well to say um, maybe have to question the leadership and whatever else within the within the dressing room I think that these boys could do this I can understand that to a certain extent but if these boys have got at least one brain cell between them there is no way that they would be letting on to anybody that what they're about to do because they know how wrong it is and they know the consequences if they get caught. It's just, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. And if they, they jeopardised anything, um, yeah, they would just be, in, <laughs> I think there would be pitchforks at the ready for them. I, I really, really do. Scotia, you're going to say something, mate? Yeah, no, I think we can all we could probably go on about this for about another hour if you're honest. So I was just going to skip over any of the sort of SFA Kenny stuff. Um, I'm, I'm maybe a wee bit um, more lenient lenient than used to in terms of the sacking. I probably don't think that will happen. I think what's well, Jingu obviously. I don't think that option to buy will happen. And Buddy's already out of contract at the end of the season. I watched him play against Hearts, um, was it last week, last Friday night? And he looked pretty good when he was playing with Queen of the South for them, so he's ruined his chance there as well. I don't think Alan Johnson will be too happy uh, down at Queen of the South. Um, Bassey and Patterson, I can see similar. I, I went to see when Edmondson and Jones done it. I was thinking Edmondson had a bit more of a chance to salvage something, but I thought Jones was kind of done because he passed. Incidents, well, the, that stupid tackle in the old firm game, really. Um but now that it's happened again, yeah, I think they'll probably maybe get shipped out and loan. But I, I don't think they'll get sacked. I mean, there's money there to be made from their assets. You know, you don't want to sack. I don't think they will be sacked. Do they need? Do they deserve a second chance? Part of me says aye, they do. Part of me disagrees with myself. Um, it's a difficult one. I don't envy the position that Rangers are in, and it's because of these guys' stupid actions that they're there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it is a bit ranty from us just now, and uh, but I generally don't believe that my my opinion will change. Um, as Ali said, and I have to agree, they are idiots, um, fucking idiots, and I tend to try and stop my swearing as much on this pod, but they are. They're just morons, and uh, it's just so silly. Um, as you say, I know they said some of our young boys, and as you said, Ali Zungu is 28 years of age. Um, cheerio, Zungu. 
my friend, goodbye. Enjoy the rest of your career, but you will not be playing for Glasgow Rangers. That's my personal opinion. Um, I, I wouldn't even be considering it, even letting him back into training. I'd, I'd send him home now. I'd pay whatever fee you have to pay to end the loan and just send him on his way. Go isolate somewhere else. You're not going to be playing for us because... These boys are going to look. These boys are at the age where they're looking for leadership. They're looking for the the kind of role, the role model to to, to work with. And there's a guy at 28 doing that. And Jordan Jones was what 26, 27. He's doing the same thing. So yeah. Anyway, um, I'll stop ranting um, about this. Obviously, more details going to come out in the wash, no doubt, um, from the club regarding it all. Um, but yeah, I, as all as you can all tell, the three of us are not best pleased with these five players, and it'll be interesting to see what action the club decide to take, as well as the um, as well as the SFA. Um, it will be a lengthy ban. I don't think there's any doubt in that. So anything else to add, boys, before I move on? No, I think we've covered it. <laughs> unless, you want, unless you want to stay here for another hour talking about it. Uh, I don't <laughs> we could, I know. No, I, think I think we get the main gist of how we're feeling, yeah. Yeah, so we will move on to the next game. So, obviously, Rangers travel to Belgium um, for a round of 32 tie um, in the Europa League against Royal Antwerp. And it's Thursday night. Kickoff 8pm and it will be live on BT Sport. Um, in the interview as well today, Gerard confirmed that the, the rumour of James Tavernier um, having a knock is fake news and he is ready to go tomorrow night. Phew! <laughs> when I seen that flying about, I was like, oh, no, here we go. Um, but anyway, um, Tavernier is fit. So, Scotia, I'll come to you first, mate. Um, you saw bits of their game the other night against Standard Liège. What can we expect and what type of game are you expecting against Antwerp on Thursday? Yeah, bits is the the key word. I was watching it through one of the betting apps, and it was a wee toty screen, so I didn't <laughs> wasn't the best of best of them views. But um, when I first started watching them, I thought they were kind of playing a sort of four two three one formation. But the more the game kind of developed, I kind of watched most of the first half and a wee bit of the second. It was more a sort of three four two one they were playing. They were playing with two fullbacks three in the middle that sometimes the guy and one of the guys in the middle would step up a bit. But it looks like they play a sort of three four two one formation. And with their fullback, so a wee bit similar to how we play uh, um, in terms of making use of the fullbacks. They weren't great against Standard Liège. I mean, I think when I was watching it, they only had about 30-40% of the possession. One each. One, one each, one each. finished, yeah. They, I think they scored, and by this point I'd um, switched it over, but I think they'd scored in the last minute, but it got ruled off by VAR, I think. Um players like the Lukaku, who's Romo's brother, I think. Um, he sort of plays at the left fullback position. He looked fairly decent going forward. Wasn't great defending, but it wasn't a wasn't a classic game by any means in this one. Um, and up front they had the boy Lam Kilze. He looked really good, but thankfully he's suspended. He's the boy that um, Ali mentioned in his Twitter thing. He came into training wearing the underlit top. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, he, he looked he looked by far by far their best player. But so he's he's not here for this game. He'll be suspended, but he'll obviously be back for the return leg at Ibrooks. So it was a difficult. Obviously, it was only the one game I seen, so it's difficult to judge. And they are sitting second, sorry, thirteen points behind Club Bruges now in the league. I think when we first drew them, they were pretty. They were in a pretty bad way down in the low way lower down in the leagues, but they've managed. The new manager coming in, they've managed to kind of come back up to second place. He's got them playing a bit better, I think, obviously, well, clearly, to improve them up to second. Um, so that, I think they're maybe a bit, I feel a bit different about them now 
than I did when the draw was made back back yeah. in what was that November December time. So yeah, it could be an interesting tie. Ali, what are you expecting from the game? Yeah, I think it'll be a decent team. I mean, any team that you face in the knockout stages are going to be they're going to be decent. I mean, they finished second in their the Europa League group. Antwerp, they were just behind Spurs were in their group. They beat Spurs at home. Um, Ludigrets were in their group as well. They pumped six games out of six, so that yeah. was six points for everyone in that group straight away. So, no, I mean, I suppose you would say, I mean, their form's been, obviously they drew against Liège, they lost 3-1 against Bruges the game before, but the previous four games, they won all those games. I did notice the, the leaked goals. Um, but, yeah, I think they'll be a decent team. I think they'll be probably on the kind of same kind of level as standard Liège, possibly maybe slightly better. I mean, I thought Liège were decent, um, but that was that was it. To be honest, I thought they were decent. Nothing. We've 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 played better teams basically in Europe than these teams. I think we've played better than Antwerp. But yeah, I think it'll be a game. Hopefully, that suits us. They're missing a few players that Scotia mentioned, so. Yeah, I mean, I would quite happily take a score draw over there to take it back to Ibrooks and hopefully do it there. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's it's Europe to me this season. I'll, it's nice and everything. It's a it's a wee side one for me. I don't get that nervous feeling I get in the league because the league means so much to me. That's when I can actually sit. Wait till tomorrow night, but I, I know you say that, but I, I still don't really. To be honest, it's a kind of free hit. A free hit for yeah. us, and I know I want to go further in the competition, obviously, but obviously the league's a big one this season. But yeah, I just, I just think, I think it might be good for Rangers because I think it might, like I said earlier, ignite Rangers' season. I think it might kick us on. So no, I'm looking forward to it tomorrow now. Yeah, me too. As I say, I, I'm not expecting um, an easy game by any stretch of the imagination, really. But I'm, I'm quite confident. Um, as you both kind of said. It, it, Rangers in Europe just tends to be a different kind of animal, really, altogether. It's a, we, we kind of play different, I think, because the pressure's not really on us. I mean, I, I don't expect Rangers to win the Europa League. I'm honest enough with myself to say that, that I don't think we'll win the Europa League. So everything from here on in is a bonus. And I know, obviously, Gerard always wants to go one further in terms of where we've been in Europe. And, yeah, that would be great if, if we possibly could. If we get this league wrapped up quickly... Um, and we managed to get through this round, we could be in with a right good chance of giving it a good go to get into the, into the semi-finals at least. Um, just purely down on who we can rest. I mean, you can rest players, no problem. Just to say, as soon as the league's done, I'll, I'll go in and play if they want to rest Ryan Jack for a, a game. I don't mind. That's absolutely fine. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. As I say, it's something different again as well. It feels like the league's been... These past few months are kind of, because we're so close, they've been long and short all at the same time, but it's now we've got a, a wee break, and I, as I say, I'm really looking forward to it. But I, I do expect Rangers to um, to get some sort of result. I don't expect us to get beat. Um, and obviously it's a bonus, the fact that they're kind of main strikers out because he lost his mind and decided to go into training well in their rivals' tops. Scotia? Uh, what I would say about William Kilzabian out as well, their other striker, Mbukani, he's called. I think that's the pronunciation. Um, he's just coming back from injury, so he's a bit. He looks as if he could maybe it might come a wee bit too early for him. So they might be a wee bit short in the sort of their central Kenny forward player. Um, 
Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that, mate. I'll take that. So we'll go with starting 11s, gentlemen. Um, I'll go first. So for me, it'll be McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson, Holanda, Barisic, Davis, Jack, Kamara, Kent, Roof, and Morelos. And my score prediction is 2 0, and the Buffs going to get both goals. So, Ali, do you want to go next? I've got the same team, except I've got Balogun in for Holanda. I thought I bought yeah. Balogun in. Uh, the Kilmarnock game to get him up to speed for this one so that's my only change and I'm going to go for a score draw one each <laughs> usually I'm hoping just win but it's what I honestly think it'll be I think it'll be one well, each that's fair enough mate that's fair enough I think that their lack of strikers um, make me feel rather good about it to be honest um, we've not scored yeah. many goals recently as well which I kind of I mean like I say might, might ignite us but yeah, and Alfie's back. Alfie loves this competition, mate. This is his window. This is this is him putting himself in the shop window when he plays in Europe. I think that's the way he plays. So I'm expecting um, the buff to be on fire uh, tomorrow night. Scotia, you? Yeah, I've went for a bit of a different team than you. It's more similar to Ali's probably. Um, yeah, Shagger to have Goldson and Barisic, and I think I'll play Balogun in midfield. Balogun's one game away, one yellow card away from picking up an automatic one match suspension so I think maybe play him in this game just because I'm hoping we get through and then if he does get booked this game he's available for the last 16 ties um, Jack Davis Kamara Morelos and Ken and I'd probably have Aribo playing out in the right I think I want Ruth to be there to come in if we can change the, the formation up if we need to if we need to change I think yeah, I think if we need to change the formation, I'd rather have Roof on the bench to bring on rather than kind of scratching your head and you know bringing on your Hadjis and Nittens to change the game. Whereas I think Roof would maybe be better change if it's not going our way. Yeah, I would so say, I would, sorry, I would say in that one though, Roof out in Belgium, I think he's been made out, out there as a bit of a flop out there by a lot of teams in terms of he's only there a year or so. And I think he's got a point to prove out there as well. So... That's why I put him in, because I, I think he'll be right up for tomorrow night. Same with Hadji maybe coming on too. He's another one that went out there and didn't really do much. So, yeah, that was my thoughts behind Roof. Good shout. Scotia, what's your score prediction? Uh, what I would say as well is I think the game's maybe just too early for our field. Um, you know, but yeah. Yeah, I think he'll feature at some point, but a bit, bit too early for him to be in the starting 11, I would imagine. Um, score prediction, I've been toying with a few over the course of today, so I think I'm just going to stick my neck out and go 2-1 Rangers. One of the, every one of the results we've said I will happily take um, to be honest I, sco- I think a score draw would be ideal um, I think I win's well within Rangers grasp I think if we turn up and we play the way we know we can play I say Alfredo's in fire and um, Davis and Jack do their job in the middle and hopefully Ryan Kent gets a wee bit of, a wee bit of luck and um, kind of, I don't want to say I don't want to be critical of Kent but Hits another gear, if you like. Kent hits another gear, Morelos and fire, then we could cause this team real problems. Um, so, yeah, really, really looking forward to it. So, it's quite a short one tonight, um, just based on we're going to be back tomorrow night as well after the 
after the Antwerp game for an immediate match reaction pod. So um, I'll just wrap it up. So we're still trying to raise £555 for MND Scotland just now. By making a £1 donation via our Facebook page, you'll be, you could be entered into a raffle um, to win a framed artwork print of Fernando Rickson and a copy of the book Fernando Rickson, The Final Battle. Head to our Facebook page. The pin post at the top will tell you everything you need to do. Only £1 to enter. If you can donate more, that'll be magic, but it's only £1. So share it with your Rangers friends, your Rangers family, anyone you think might be interested in help us reaching our, our target. Um, and let's help fight the battle against MND. So thank you very much for your time today, gentlemen. Ali, thanks very much, mate. Speak to you tomorrow. No problems. We'll see you tomorrow. Cheers, Scotia. See you tomorrow, mate. Uh, cheers. Speak to you then. We are Club at 22 The Rangers Podcast and as I said, we will speak to you tomorrow night with an immediate match reaction pod after the Antwerp game. Cheers. We are Club at 22 The Rangers Podcast and as I said, we will speak to you tomorrow night with an immediate match reaction pod after the Antwerp game. Cheers. Always push the wrong button when I go to do that. Um, And let's help fight the battle against MND. So, thank you very much for your time today, gentlemen. Ali, thanks very much, mate. Speak to you tomorrow. No problems. We'll see you tomorrow. Cheers, Scotia. See you tomorrow, mate. Uh, Cheers. Speak to you then. We are Club at 22 The Rangers Podcast and as I said, we will speak to you tomorrow night with an immediate match reaction pod after the Antwerp game. Cheers. Always push the wrong button when I go to do that.